Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Welcome to The Art of Significance with your host, Hall of Fame speaker, New York Times bestselling author, university professor, gold record songwriter, and award-winning athlete, Dan Clark. Get ready for engaging discussions with some of the most influential people in the world who will impart their wisdom, stories, and inspiration on why and how to achieve the level beyond success. Now here's your host, Dan Clark. Welcome to another show. We've been on the air now several months, and it just gets better and better each week. For those of you tuned in, you know that I introduce every one of my guests as a dear friend. I'm not exaggerating the truth. Every single person on this planet who comes into our lives and and inspires us. Remember, inspired people don't have to be motivated. Every single person who comes into our world, who steps into our space and inspires us to be more than we've ever been before allows us to connect at such a deep level that we become fast friends in a very uh, ferocious, furious way. And today's show is no exception. Uh, The format that I followed with permission from Jeff Spinard, the owner, the producer of this amazing VoiceAmerica.com network, who invited me to have my own two-hour show here on the Influencers Channel, When we first talked and negotiated, he allowed me to create my own format. And for those of you who have been religiously following my show every Tuesday, 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, as you know, you remember that I've tried to dedicate uh, the first couple of segments after my monologue to music, inviting hit songwriters, Grammy Award winning songwriters, to talk about the stories behind their songs. How did they come up with this music? How did they come up with this lyrical poetry that literally moves us in a different way? And as Trisha Yearwood always reminds us through her song, the song remembers when. And because I'm flexible in my formatting, today's show is going to exclusively focus in on the world of dance. Because we can all, even if we're not experts in dance and we don't know what a, what a fawate is or a pas de deux, it doesn't matter. We all can recognize as naive civilians in the world of dance when someone is an extraordinary performer. We can see the difference between just marking the steps of a choreographer and allowing the music to move you in an interpretive way where your gestures, your hands, your posture, the pointing of your toe, the grace with which you move across the stage is dictated by the way you feel the music. We all know there's a difference between listening to Celine Dion sing God Bless America and a national karaoke champion singing the same song, singing the same notes. The difference between just singing and performing and becoming part of the music. My three guests today will allow us to pick their brains and connect our heads with our hearts to feel what we're supposed to feel and learn what we're supposed to learn from the world of dance. So as we go to commercial break in a moment, I want you to give... 
consideration to immediately phoning your friends, getting your loved ones to tune in to voiceamerica.com, the influencers channel, to get them to join us right now. Because the woman who founded and currently orchestrates the operation of a famous uh, dance studio here in my state of Utah called Center Stage, Kim Del Grosso, is responsible for teaching and, and molding so many of the most visible and famous dancers who appear in Hollywood productions, who appear on the biggest shows in Las Vegas, and who are currently the superstar celebrities on Dancing with the Stars, including Derek Huff, Julianne Huff, uh, Jenna Johnson, uh, Whitney. Uh, the list goes on and on. You don't want to miss her. And then following Kim on the show is her amazing and gorgeous and beautifully talented daughter, Ashley, who you'll hear about through her bio was a professional on Dancing with the Stars and has continuously pursued her her, her dance career. And then my final uh, guest today is a dear friend. He's one of my bros. He is he's like a son. He's like a friend. He's like a he's definitely a family friend and best friends to my daughters and my my beautiful bride Trey Holloway who's one of the most extraordinary dancers on the planet who's danced with everybody who's anybody and you can't you can't go anywhere. You've got to stay tuned for the entire two-hour show if you're interested at all in the world of dance, if you're a fan of Dancing with the Stars, if you're a fan of So You Think You Can Dance, if you're a fan of anything that you w- you're watching currently, Dance World with, uh, with J-Lo and Derek Huff, you've got to stay tuned to my show. As I wind down to our first commercial break, I want to set the tone. And you all know I'm a songwriter. And a song I wrote, I want to quote two songs to, 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 to set the tone for, for my show, my entire show. The first song is just about dancing. It's about my interpretation as a father of, 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 of a daughter who's a professional dancer, dancing with Cheyenne on his world tours and performing with some of the greats, the Robin Thicke, Pharrell Williams, Missy Elliott, Megan Trainer. Uh, she's awesome, and I will have my daughter on the show as well to interview her, who is currently in Italy right now with her friends, just exploring uh, Europe and having the great time of her life, which has a which which dance has allowed her to do as a professional. But as a dad, as an observer of someone who absolutely loves every aspect of dance, dance concerts, dance performances, the back up dancers of major artists. Anything that has to do with dance has always intrigued me because it moves me emotionally. So I wrote this song called Shall We Dance? No, I'm not going to sing it. I just want to quote the lyrical poetry to set the tone for the entire show today. Dance is a vertical expression of a horizontal fantasy. Rhythmic fluid motions making love in harmony. Passion thick, seduction quick, your hands mold me like clay. Having your way with me, you dominate my sense of play. Twirling, swirling, pas de deux, you set my soul on fire. Then fan my flames and let me burn, releasing all desire. So close I hear you breathe, I feel your heartbeat through your sweat. Cheek to cheek, you show me reasons why our bodies met. Lost in lust, Your moves to music throw me in a trance, 
And it's all because you whispered, shall we dance? The chorus, shall we dance? Let our bodies talk and take us places words can't. Shall we dance? Privately in public, every song can stir romance. And it's all because you whispered, shall we dance? Second verse, dance is a vertical expression of a horizontal fantasy, exploring every body curve and possibility. Taking me your hostage, I surrender all my shame. Every move you make is dangerous, no chance you'll be tamed. Tangled in emotion, you bring out the bad in me, reckless, dirty dancing in wild choreography. Emancipating every sensual feeling stuck inside. In your grasp, I'm safe expressing how my manners lied. All night we've salsaed in Cancun and waltzed in Paris, France. And it's all because you whispered, shall we dance? Chorus, shall we dance? Let our bodies talk and take us places words can't. Shall we dance? Privately in public, every song can stir romance. And it's all because you whispered, shall we dance? If you listened at all and allowed me to connect your head with your heart and paint these word pictures to the best of my ability, dance moves us, takes us places the mind can never go. And I have had the opportunity to interview so many of the dancers. Coming up in a couple of weeks, I'll have a wonderful interview with Mandy Moore, who choreographed the entire movie La La Land, who choreographs so many, if not most, of the major dance numbers on Dancing with the Stars. And I will continually pursue having famous world champion dancers uh, on my show. Derek Huff has been to my home a couple of times. I've helped him write a speech. He's one of the finest human beings on our planet who happens to be the world champion dancer and an extraordinary uh, young man who is taking the world by storm. And so is his beautiful sister, Julianne. Having said that, what we need to understand is the significance of my upcoming guest. Her name is Kim Williamson Del Grosso, who was born in Deerwood, South Dakota, raised in Rapa City, and she's the oldest of eight children. To pay tribute to this amazing woman before I read her resume, I want you to understand my perspective on her. Not only has she trained and taught the world's most famous dancers who appear in all of the biggest productions in Las Vegas, who have appeared in so many movies, Hollywood uh, films, and especially on So You Think You Can Dance and Dancing with the Stars, but Kim Del Grosso, as an owner of the world-famous Center Stage uh, Dance Studio, is so famous for character development that when our our, our our dancers leave her studio center stage in Utah. It doesn't matter where they go in the world or in which production they have won their audition. They stand out. Their character, their sense of sophisticated elegance, their style, their grace, their approach to love and laughter and life itself are all the elements that Kim Del Grosso has taught these young men and young women. Anybody can dance if they work hard enough, if they have a natural talent from which to to work, from which to grow, from which to develop. 
But what makes us stand out in an audition, what makes us stand out in life, what makes us stand out in any crowd is what Kim Del Grosso teaches our young men and young women in every aspect of life so that they're exactly the same off stage as they are on stage. They're class human beings just hoping for the best and forming that team on stage when the time comes. So to pay tribute, another song I wrote called Quiet Heroes, which has been recorded, is easily a a description of Kim Del Grosso and who she is as this woman off stage, out of the limelight, behind the curtain, out of the lights, teaching and mentoring young men and young women to become human beings first, extraordinary human beings first, and then extraordinary dancers after the fact. The world is full of quiet heroes who never seek the praise. They're always back off in the shadows. They let us have the limelight days. For this, you're the one that I look up to. Because of you, I'm free. You set an example I could follow. You helped me see my destiny. Chorus, so even though my thanks don't show and noticed you will never go, I need to say I love you so, Kim Del Grosso. You're my hero on behalf of every single... um, Um, young man and young woman, especially my own beautiful daughter, we thank you. Second, second verse, I've had my share of broken dreams coming from every dancer you've, you've taught. I've had my share of broken dreams, but you said I could win. You gave me the chance. I always needed to start my dreams again. You took the time to teach and tutor And show me rules to rise. You changed my fears to glory tears. You're an angel in disguise. So even though my thanks don't show and noticed you will never go, I need to say I love you so. Kim Del Grosso, (laughs) you're my hero. I wouldn't be where I am today. I've won my share of times. Unless you coached me through the maze and pushed me on the hardest climbs, it's just your style, the extra mile. No glory must be tough. You let me have the accolades. A smile you said was just enough. So even though my thanks don't show and noticed you will never go, I need to say I love you so. You're my hero. We're going to commercial break. We're coming back with the amazing Kim Del Grosso. She was fortunate to train under an amazing ballet teacher in her early years, and she now is the owner and the amazing operator, orchestrator of the world-famous, world-renowned center stage dance studio here in Utah, and responsible for teaching and training so many of the professional, most famous professional dancers on Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance, America's Got Talent, and movies including High School Musical, and many, many more. Don't go anywhere. Dan Clark, voiceamerica.com, Influencers Channels. Take a commercial break. We'll be right back. stories be motivated be inspired join us today voice america influencers i just got out of a meeting where the unbelievable dan clark was the keynote speaker he is clearly the most interesting man in the world he's been into space he reminded us to think bigger He's a primary contributor to those chicken soup books, and he inspired all of us to make our lives matter. 
He taught us how to deal with change like he had to when he had to recover from a paralyzing football injury. Everybody needs to hear his message on leadership and safety and how he turns last place NFL teams into Super Bowl champions. Call this number, 1-800-676-1121 and visit danclark.com. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back. My guest is Kim Williamson Del Grosso, born in South Dakota, raised in Rapid City. She's the oldest of eight children. And you need to hear this, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I could read her 19-page resume, but I'm going to consolidate it into a couple of highlights. She was fortunate enough to train under an amazing ballet teacher in her early years. And then Kim moved to Denver, Colorado, where she continued training at the Ballet Arts Center. She and her husband, John, moved to Frisco, Colorado, where she opened her first studio, Summit School of Dance. Twelve years later, they relocated their beautiful young family of five children, two boys and three girls, to my home state of Utah. And that's when she bought into a small studio called Center Stage Performing Arts. She and her husband partnered with a friend of ours by the name of Daryl Yeager, And she helped form what is called Odyssey Dance Theater, one of the professional dance performing groups here in the Intermountain West. 28 years later, three more daughters and 22 grandchildren later. (laughs) Now, because this is a radio show, it's just not right. You are so beautiful. You look like you're about 25. So this is just wrong that you're even a grandmother once, but you got 22 little ones following in your footsteps. And... 
She and her partners have developed Center Stage into one of the top performing art studios in the nation. And this is what you need to understand about Kim. I want to just start right back at the beginning, Kim, because in the day, and I'm so much older than you, but I still remember that if you wanted to dance, you would take classes, you might join a small studio or a small troupe, and your options were to perform in the in the Nutcracker during the holiday season or do small shows or whatever, and you were at the forefront of completely transforming dance as we know it, instigating these dance competitions and giving these young men and young women across the country opportunities to develop themselves, to develop confidence and poise and grace and all these things that you teach. So I want to go all the way back. Talk to us about how you got involved in the world of dance when you finally decided that you were a ballet a uh, ballerina that you love dance and then just take us from there to almost to the present of how you transformed the opportunities for young men and young women to participate in dance. Oh, thank you, Dan. It's such an honor to be um, on your show. I am a huge fan of yours. Just today I had somebody contact me about a seminar that they did with somebody else and I told them about you and to look you up and they are just so excited. Um, uh, I My dance story is is unique in that um, I was in that era where if you were a dancer, you might go to college for dance, or yeah, you get to do the Nutcracker and you're so excited in the recital. So I grew up in a very poor family of eight children. Um, there was one beautiful ballet teacher in a basement studio, and uh, we, I wanted to dance. So I think some of the parents can relate to this. I think that you... When you have children, you look at them and, you're, and you think, what talents do they have and how can I as a parent observe these talents and train these children and encourage them in the, their God-given talents? And I was born a dancer. I literally was born a dancer. Our family history talks about a gypsy grandmother that lived in Scandinavian and the gypsies are known for their dancing. So she danced until she was 92 years old. And so it was literally in my blood. Uh, my father brought home the first stereo, and I am the first person that ever did contemporary dance to Johnny Cash. I danced for hours on end, and I, they, say, they said that my eyes would just glaze over, and they would run and get the neighbors, and they'd push the couches out of the way. And I would dance for 20 minutes and not even know anyone was there. And that is how much I love the art of dance. At some point, uh, my mother thought that I should start training, and so she took me to the studio, and she cleaned the studio for me to have my lessons, like many people do, um, and then it got to a point where I could clean it, but what would happen is I would go clean the studio, and I would, and I would dance the whole time, so it was the dirtiest studio around, uh, but uh, it, was a, it was a jumping board for me. Um, I married, moved to Colorado, trained in the ballet art school, and then moved up to the to Summit County. From there, my story changes a little bit. My husband was laid off from a mine, and he had $10,000 severance. And I told him, I said, John, if you will give me this $10,000, I will open a dance studio. And I promise you that it will be a, a highly successful, exciting venture for our family. Well, he trusted me, and we took the money, and we opened a studio in a small little ski um, strip mall up in Frisco, Colorado, one studio with a low ceiling, and we finished it, and I personally called every person in that phone book, 
and said, I'm opening in a studio, and I just want to invite you to come, and I was going to teach the majority of the classes. I did have a ballet teacher that came on, and I opened my doors in um, July, and that's when you never open a studio, to 450 students in that, <laughs> in that little county. And I would come home with just armful, just handfuls of money, and I would just hand it to my husband, and I would say, I would say, here you go, I told you that I would be able to do this, and, and et cetera, and et cetera. And then something very tragic happened in our home. So one month after I... Um, one month after I opened my studio, my oldest son was hit by a drunk driver mm. right in front of our house, and he was brain injured. Mm. And so my studio is up and going. We life flight him down to Denver. I go through this enormous other journey of being down with my son who's in a coma for three months. We don't know if he's going to live. Um, I had to walk away from my studio, and the entire community just rallied, and they, they found teachers that taught my classes, and, and it was just this amazing miracle. It was 40, it was, I don't know how many years ago, uh, on August 6th, I think it was like 30-some years ago that this happened. So I opened my studio a month later. I had a brain-injured son, and then it was just when he came home from then on for 11 years, I just had to teach and, and, and work in the studio. And one of my students was Mandy Moore. She, her mother brought her to me and said, I have this brilliant child. Many parents will say that to me, and she said, I'm handing her to you, and she was brilliant. And so for a number of years, Mandy was my young student, student and I was nothing, there really was nothing to teach her. She's such a genius. Um, fast forward 11 years, and like you said, we moved to Utah. My husband relocates, and I go everywhere looking for a studio for my children and honestly can't find one for my own daughter. So I buy into this little studio, and then we have now developed developed it um, into one of the top studios. We're blessed. I'm, I'm not bragging. It was completely because we didn't even know that we couldn't. Uh, we had no idea. We just knew. I just knew what we were going to do, and we're now in like a 27,000-square-foot studio with nine studios and a black box and a dancer shop and television shows film here, and we honestly didn't know we couldn't, so we just did it. And I love it. I, and let me and let I, me interrupt to make yeah, sure every sure. listener who's tuned in understands that this center stage dance studio, this performing arts studio that Kim is talking about, it provides dancers for the television shows Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance, America's Got Talent, movies including high school musical, industrials including New Skin, doTERRA for Life. And many more. And now listen to this. She has loved watching her students dance on Broadway shows and amazing Las Vegas shows, including Donnie, <clears throat> our friends, Donnie and Marie, and La Rev, which is in Las Vegas. Many of her dancers are on professional companies, including Netherlands Dance Theater and Jason Parsons. Kim loves supporting local productions, including the Governor's Gala here in Utah and many charity events. We keep running into each other because of that. And uh, and Kim, I, I I just need to, in case that the listeners just tuned in, I need I need you to help us now shift gears and talk about how you take these young men and young women under your under your wings. And even though you have hundreds and hundreds of students and 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 more and more demanding parents, 
every single child who has ever come through center stage believes that you, that they're your favorite and you seem to to treat them as if they're the most important person on this planet. I want you to think about that answer for a moment. Let's go to a commercial break. Come back with the famous Kim Del Grosso who owns center stage, who teaches dancers, the most famous professional dancers on our planet. Parents, go find your friends right now to tune in so you can get the secrets to how you train up a child in the way he or she should go. And when you're when they're gone, they will never depart from it. Kim Del Grosso, you're awesome. Thank you. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. If you're an event meeting planner like me, you have two ongoing challenges. You can't afford to have a speaker who bombs. And when you do have an amazing speaker, who in the world do you bring into next year's meeting that will top them? Well, you never have to worry again. Book Dan Clark. Dan Clark is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet. He's been named one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's known for customizing his speech around your meeting theme. So your people leave with benefits that last a lifetime. Here's the number, 1-800-676-1121, or just visit danclark.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to Clark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. You know, welcome back, listeners. I want to ask a question, a rhetorical question of all of us. When you see someone like a Kim Del Grosso and when you go to a gala 
and she's decked out in a beautiful gown and she's like I said sophisticated elegance and you know there are individuals in our world who when they walk into a room we always stop and we kind of glare and say who is she and what does she do it's the it factor and in the entertainment world you either have it or you don't and you can't train it you can't coach it you either have it or you don't I want you to visualize Kim Dogro so you look at her and you wouldn't think she's ever had a pimple she's never fallen down she's never had her heart broken she broke thousands of hearts you know from the time she was about five and suddenly we hear that your son was hit by a drunk driver and I want to bring the the listeners up to speed because so many times we look at people like you Kim and we think you don't get it you don't understand. You're you're glamorous, and you get to go to all the Hollywood functions, and the superstars call you by your first name, and they call you on your birthday. You don't relate to the average person. Please bring us up to speed on what happened to your amazing son, Forrest, and what that taught you about compassion and about perhaps why you do reach out to every kid who comes through your studio. Oh, thank you again, Dan, for this opportunity. Well, Forrest, in the end, um, he was in a coma for three months without any response. His skull was cracked, and his brain was deeply bruised. He did come out of it. Um, Some of my tactics were I decided to take what I knew in dance and try to stimulate his brain. So while he was in his coma, I would play classical music, and I would move his arms and legs. I would rub him down with olive oil because I felt it was the wisest fruit on earth or vegetable, whatever. And I would absolutely understand that music and dance uh, is a way to unlock the brain. So even though I was in that hospital and he was coming out of his coma, I was still understanding that the the gift that we have of that is so important. He's now 43 years old and he'll live with us forever. He has a mentality of about a 12-year-old. Um, which is fun because he's 43. Uh, he does seizure somewhat, and he do, and he's a he bags groceries. But he has been um, a dancer. He was a dancer from day one, and that part of his brain was not diminished. So he himself has helped sponsor breakdance things and and different things in the community. But um, yeah, I consider it a real honor to be his mother, and it's a privilege to have him in our home because he teaches us more than we can ever teach him. And what he teaches you is that you cannot be, you you can't plan to not have trials in your life. And that trial along with my studio, the blessing of my studio, honestly taught me that every single person is, is someone who can dance, whether they have the ability or not, that dance can touch their lives. So when I look at these families and they bring their precious children to me, I understand that they are handing me um, their, their children and that they have hopes for them. Even if they're not dancers, they may support the dance community. And you're working with two of the most important things in a family. You're working with their children and their finances. So you have to find a way to make that work. Um, I was just teaching a, a group of young children today, and and I was feeling some anxiety on coming on your show because I just feel so honored, and I and I was just so excited. And the minute I went into that class with these little children, I remembered and felt the velvet feelings, and knew that this was such a an exciting part for them to be performing for their parents. I feel like if people want to be involved in dance, that there's never been a time in the Earth's history when it wasn't it was a time that dance is so so honored and so accepted. This is the flavor of the month right now is to be a dancer and it is a very important job. It is a job that is um, 
it's so fulfilling whether you're a dancer or a choreographer or you're a teacher or you work in the dance field or whether you become a photographer or a costume designer. If you are an artist and if you are born a dancer, it is something that you really need to have as a part of your life. And my job is when we, we start children at age two, and I love teaching the younger ones, and I feel like my most important job is those little ones because it's then that their minds are forming. So while my son was brain injured, I decided to study the mind and what movement does and what music does, and I've incorporated that into my teaching with these children. They know I love them. We don't. It is so exciting when I walk in that door to see their faces, and we make up... Uh, we make up so many stories and we dance and we sing and we just roll around and I get paid for it. It's crazy. But these <laughs> very dancers that um, have gone on have come through that system. So I believe that the young brain is where we, we, we have to develop the young brain and then they can go into the ballet class and we're gonna learn the technique. But most of those dancers that are out there that have trained here or started here, they started that way. Mandy Moore, honestly, she is a miracle. Nothing was ever there was no um, constraints on her creativity and because of that she doesn't know that she can't create so these children know that we believe in them and and just now I just had a parent sing and and we were just there were tears and there were clapping and and we just honestly I don't know how to explain it but it is where children need to be I feel like every child can benefit from learning how to dance or being in a class like that as long as the teacher understands her role absolutely so why do you think Dancing with the Stars, and so you think caught on with with the general public. My mother is 89 years of age. She turned 89 on August 6th. Interesting. Oh, cool. And, and she does not miss a show. And when, when Derek and Julianne came into town at their private deal, you know, I pulled the strings and got uh-huh. her the meet and greets because she was like a little kid. Why do you think the general public, those who have never seen ballroom dance, those who have never even partaken of a dance competition or a dance recital or a dance concert, why is Dancing with the Stars the number one rated show on TV? What do you think? Well, this is what I think. I think from the very beginning, the very first show, I'm going to give you a little history on how it started. BBC um, in England has had this show for decades and BBC came over here and they threw the, uh, the idea out to all the television networks. And every one of them were like, are you crazy? Dancing with the Stars, that sounds terrible. We're not doing it. But ABC took a, a risk with BBC. And Louis Van Amstel was contacted. And he contacted my daughter, Ashley. And we were in the studio and Louis was there. And it was the last day of auditions for this show. And he was explaining this crazy show to us. And he said, Ashley, I really think you should fly out there. And Ashley came up to me and we had one day. We didn't have the money for a ticket, but we found the money for an airline ticket. We flew her there. She walked into the producers and I didn't hear from her for hours. And I was quite concerned. She was very young. Even though she was a professional dancer, she barely knew her way around L.A. Um, but she called me later and she said, you know, Mom, I think they liked me. And she actually booked the show before most of the professionals. Um, so then we fast forward to this insane show called Dancing with the Stars. Who knows how it's going to go? She's with Joy McIntyre and the show um, debuts with, I think, 26 million dancers. I mean, sorry, people who watched it, viewers. And then where we had the problem that Ashley is moving to L.A., she doesn't have an agent, she doesn't have a manager, she doesn't have anything, um, so where do I move my young daughter? And I decide to move her to, right next to a synagogue. I thought either a mafia community or a synagogue <laughs> is where she'd be safest. In New York, I'd turn a mafia neighborhood. Here I'm in a synagogue. And I, I you know, by then she had followers and stalkers, and it was like insane, but that's what happened. 
this is what I think happened. I feel that as men and women, we love the story of a man and woman dancing. I feel like the partnerships, the the way the male is defined in ballroom, the way the female is defined in ballroom, um, the vulnerable ways that you can be exposed in, in ballroom. You know, I feel that what happened is that America fell in love with that. They fell in love with the handsome men and the beautiful women and the, the stars that came on that tried to dance, and it just exploded. From there, we have been providing dancers for that show as fast as we can raise them here. Um, my daughter Ashley was on three seasons, ended up marrying one of the producers, um, and that was kind of, she wanted to be a mom then. So that was, you know, she was just like, you know, I kind of want to just be a mom and freelance a little bit. So she only came back one other time when she danced with the astronaut Buzz Aldred, or Aldrin, whatever his name is. Sorry, I should know it better. But anyway, um, she... Buzz, she Buzz Aldrin, just so, for the record. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. And so what's happened is, is that, and then it just, it's addicting. So whether you're dancing it or watching it, all the dance forms are phenomenal. The ballroom in particular, it, the partnering and just the combination and the chemistry and the music and the movement just took the nation by storm. And because of that, some of the best ballroom dancers in the entire world have now moved here. The Ballases, you know, the Huffs were with us, and then they moved to England to train more. Um, they've all just come into the United States, and now we're the mecca for ballroom. And our show is is just right up there with Strictly Come Dancing from BBC. Most countries now have a Dancing with the Stars show, which is employing dancers everywhere. And it is just this that just kept rolling and got bigger. So is the wise woman, okay, put your mother hat on, put your dance studio ownership <laughs> hat on, put your teacher hat on, put your extraordinary dancer hat on, so you have four hats. Okay. What, 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 what's your secret? How do, you, how, do you, how do you turn these young men and young women out into the world? You said you, you took a risk. You encouraged Ashley to take advantage of this opportunity of a lifetime. She's young. She's beautiful. She's vulnerable, and yet you don't you don't parent out of fear, Kim. I've noticed you parent out of love, and you don't coach out of fear. You coach out of love and encouragement. It's such a difference. See if you can put your finger on on the pulse of 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 how you do your magic, so that all of us parents listening in can hopefully inculcate your 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 processes at home. Uh, your kids, as they come through center stage, they're always the same off stage as they are on stage. And our par- as we as parents, we dream about having our children make proper choices and decisions when we're not around. And you figured it out as a dance owner, as a dancer, as a dance teacher. Can you teach us at all? Can you give us some insight as we start to close down our our interview here? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I really don't. I think you should never label anyone. I think that when these kids come in, I don't want to know, unless there's some health problems, I want to explore them without any preconception. So I feel like you can look at everyone and just don't, you know, they don't have the feet. They don't have, that doesn't happen here because they are all working, all types of dancers. As far as my family goes, my six daughters are all in this business and they all competed against each other, but we had a rule. I know this is crazy, but I threw every trophy they ever won away 
or I put it at the studio, and when I teach little children, when they get their splits, they get to take a trophy home, and it might be from 1980, and they don't care. I just made sure that it wasn't about the winning, and so at our home, uh, you know, we only kept one trophy in our whole lives, and that's when Afton made the finals of Blackpool, because that was a sterling silver platter, because it wasn't about that. Now, some people, that's different for them, but it is absolutely the love of dance, and I surround myself, uh, most of the people that work for me have come up through the studio, so my team has my same philosophy, and we are very encouraging. We are so blessed, and now I'm so blessed to have the connections in the dance world and in Hollywood and in movies. I get the first phone call when a new TV show is happening. I get all of that, and they, my, teacher, my dancers know I won't give them a good recommendation if I feel that they're not ready, and I have, I've done that before. Um, and our kids aren't perfect, but I get called because they'll be on time, and they should be ready, and they should be prepared, and they're not perfect, but we don't just produce dancers. We produce people, and mm. we understand the sacrifice of these families, and we are grateful. We are so grateful for all of it. But I just, you know what, you hear it a lot, just live your dreams, all of that. That is also true. But I do feel, I feel strongly that music and dance is a gift to all of us. And I feel like it is an art, and that means that we're going to be, we're going to be transformed somewhere um, in watching it. I, I feel like there's some phenomenal studios. I work um, with some ambassadors in the dance world, and so I can help people find studios. Your own daughter, when we met her, she had so many talents. She, she's the total package, so she's got the feet and the legs and the rhythm and the love, and then you put this beauty on top of her, and you know that she will work. She will work nonstop, and that's what she's experienced. Although, her first year, I was pretty happy to hear that she was really having to to struggle and, and learn to find her place in L.A., and those are the ones that survive. Because the, the struggling for her, she was equipped with the tools and the support from her family and her studio, and now she owns her spot and she owns her way there. And Absolutely. that is what we're trying to produce, and it's just unbelievable to live my life and to have seen these children as young dancers and to see them living their dreams and their heartaches and and their accomplishments and they all come home and we all sit there and we love each other and we don't know any other I don't know any other way to do it I just think that I don't even think that other people don't do it this way I don't know how you wouldn't well you're so amazing (laughs) if you love humanity and you love the arts I don't know why you'd be so I don't know how you'd not do it any other way well, you know, for you listeners who have never experienced the world of dance, uh, these young ladies, our daughter goes out on an audition, and I don't know what the statistics would be, Kim, but for every 10 auditions, you might only land one or two jobs, and right. somehow you've got to just rekindle your passion and your creativity, your imagination, your belief in yourself, and talking to my own daughter, she 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 not only reflects back on her time at center stage, but she relies on you and those, those you know, quiet moments where you said you can if you think you can. And for the record, could you call your daughter Afton when we get off the air and say, when I get my splits, I want the silver, I want the silver tray. I want the silver part. I will. And, the, and knowing and, Afton, she's just like, yeah, give it to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, we I, we it's both know house. that will never happen, but I think it's just a great idea. Okay, so yeah, as we wind out, my dear, dear, beautiful friend, will you share how people can get in touch with you, how they can, how they can follow 
Um, I, I don't even know the question to answer because if they're not in Utah, obviously their children can't participate in the amazing Center Stage. But for those who are listening, Center Stage has dreams for sale. And we as parents <laughs> yes, know. We, do. we as parents know that the greatest blessing we can bring to our families is to have someone outside of our home teach our children what they need to know so that when they come home, they say, Mom, Dad, you're one smart cookie. You know, (laughs) Kim Del Grosso said exactly what you've been saying, and we believe her and not you. You've been surrogate mom to uh, to our, our all of our family, not just our our, our youngest daughter, who was a, was one of your dancers. How do we how do we join your tribe, Kim? How do people get in touch with you, or stay in touch with you, or follow all the all the wonderful things that you're always involved in? You know, I would love, anyone can email me, and I am more than happy to help people to find studios. My email address is my name, Kim Del Grosso, at Comcast.net. I also belong to... Del Grosso is capital D-E-L, capital G-R-O-S-S. No, it's all lowercase. It's all lowercase, K-I-M-D-E-L-G-R-O-S-S-O, at Comcast.net. Anyone can email me. I also am involved in something called the Dance Teacher Summit. And myself and some other women are ambassadors for dance in the world. And there is a whole group of us. So I have contacts to dancers from all over the nation. And I can just flip anyone over there that's looking for a studio or advice. Um, but, you know, it's all over the nation now. And the beautiful thing is that these kids that we're training now are opening their studios. And so they're going out and, and they're spreading the beauty. And it's just covering the nation and people are going to small towns and everywhere and it's bringing communities together. So they're welcome to contact me there and I will transfer or give you a lead of where you could go in that part of the country if you need to find a studio. And I'm more than happy to answer questions. Um, It's what I love to do. So to me, this isn't work. I love to talk about dance and children and families. So anytime, please contact me. This is Dan Clark, VoiceAmerica.com, the Influencers Channel. We've had as our guest here for the first couple of segments, the amazing, incomparable Kim Williamson Del Grosso. I love that middle name, Williamson. <laughs> it sounds like you're, you know, Scottish royalty or something. <laughs> and for the uh-huh. listeners who will never get a chance to see your face, I, I challenge everyone within the sound of my voice to Google you. So they can put this beautiful smile and this amazing heart and soul and 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 beauty with this heart and 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 passionate love for, for dance. I love you, Kim. Thanks for the you too, influence Dan. you've had in my whole family and my, myself included. I'll have you back on the show. Thank you so much. Let's Thank go to commercial you. break. Before we go, don't go anywhere. Trey Holloway is my next guest. And he is one of the most famous dancers on the planet. There are choreographers on Mars who wish that we could figure out a way to get him there because I guarantee this cat can move, he can shake, he can rumble, he can rattle and roll. He's performed with Chris Brown, Gwen Stefani, Usher, Megan Trainer, Pharrell, Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez. The list goes on and on. Don't go anywhere. He was a, an assistant choreographer, dancer, and actor on the NBC's live presentation of The Whiz Live. Trey Holloway, one of my dearest friends, my son, my family's friend. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We don't follow. We leave. 
Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. I just got out of a meeting where the unbelievable Dan Clark was the keynote speaker. He is clearly the most interesting man in the world. He's been into space. He reminded us to think bigger. He's a primary contributor to those chicken soup books. And he inspired all of us to make our lives matter. He taught us how to deal with change like he had to when he had to recover from a paralyzing football injury. Everybody needs to hear his message on leadership and safety and how he turns last place NFL teams into Super Bowl champions. Call this number, 1-800-676-1121 and visit danclark.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Influence is often inherited, but more often created from our actions. The Voice America Influencers Channel brings together those who are creating and leading the way and those who will create the road from nowhere in the future. Being an influencer isn't always about being the most important person in the world. It's about being the most influential person in the world around you. A better manager, a better friend, a better marketer or strategic planner. The Voice America Influencers Channel is about becoming better and Earning influence. Be an influencer. Join us today. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Art of Significance featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Or drop down a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the art of significance. Here again is Dan Clark. So you're listening to the Dan Clark Show on Influencers Channel, obviously. And for those of you who have been followers and uh, tuned in on each of my shows now for the last several months, you know that my format has always been to highlight a Grammy Award-winning songwriter, recording artist in the first couple of sections, to really highlight the influence that the arts, that music and dance have in our lives. Well, this is my first show where I've isolated this world of dance, and I've exclusively 
focused in on dance and how it changes our lives, why it is such a, a, a spectator sport in more ways than one, where it invites us actually onto the stage so that we can feel the music and, and watch the dancers interpret the songs in a different, unique way that just touches our hearts and connects them with our, with our minds. One of the greatest of all time dancers, and I don't just say that flippantly, uh, my interview with Kim Del Grosso right now, if I had her on the show at the same time with Trey Holloway, she would be one of the first ones to say that Trey Holloway is not only one of the finest dancers on the planet, but he's one of the finest teachers of dance on the planet. So right out of the shoots, for those of you who've just tuned in and you know that Kim Del Grosso owns the center stage, probably the world's most famous performing arts dance studio producing the world's most famous professional dancers. Well, Kim not only um, is connected with the greatest choreographers on the planet, names that you recognize, the Derek Huff, the Huffs, the Julianne Huffs, the uh, Mandy Moores of the world, but Kim Del Grosso, she brings Trey Holloway in from all over the world fitting into his busy schedule so that he can come in and teach the dancers in center stage the technical aspects, the, the, the beautiful aspects, the passionate, ethereal aspects of dance. And so right out of the shoots, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that Trey Holloway is not only a world-class dancer, but he's a world-class choreographer, world-class teacher. And at the end of this interview, we're going to give you a couple of chances to find out how you can get a hold of him to bring him into your dance studio to to in, into your dance convention world. Trey graduated from Seton Hall University with a degree in finance and psychology. The cat doesn't just move. The cat is smart. After college, he made the much-anticipated move to Los Angeles to pursue his dance endeavors. And, you know, he's a close family friend. And in our conversations, Trey, I still remember you kind of flippantly saying, yeah, I just, I've always loved to dance. You're a world-class tap dancer. And you basically, after you get your college degree, say, hey, I think I'm just going to go to LA and try this out for a while. And suddenly you're one of the most, you're one of the busiest working dancers on the planet. Trey has had the privilege to work on shows and with artists such as Chris Brown, Gwen Stefani, Usher, Megan Trainer, Pharrell Williams, Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez, Will I Am, Whitney Houston. What a great tour that was. I remember you. Uh, contacting us so many times and sending us great photos. Justin Bieber, Robin Thicke, and currently you're on the show with, with I mean, the, the, the promotional tour with Fergie. But you've been with the Black Eyed Peas, Carly Rae Jepsen, Kylie Minogue, John Legend, Little Mix, Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, Grammy Awards, Academy Awards, American Idol, So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, America's Got Talent, X Factor, Step Up, 3D, This Is The End, iPod, Rizzoli, and Isles. I got horse just reading your freaking bio here, man. And as I said before, we came back. Trey was also the assistant choreographer, dancer, and actor on the NBC's live presentation of The Wiz Live. Let's talk about that. Talk about pressure on the moment. Trey is currently on Fergie's promo tour and also is currently teaching hip-hop on the dance convention competition West Coast Dance Explosion. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. West Coast Dance Explosion. If it's coming to your city, you need to partake of this opportunity to have Trey Holloway touch your children's lives. Trey thoroughly enjoys bringing his experience in the professional dance world to the classroom. 
He's a huge basketball fan, a huge sports fan, and one of my dearest friends on the planet, Trey Holloway. Welcome to my show. Wow, Dan, man, I'm over here blushing, man. So nice of you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So talk to us, man. Go all the way back. When did you discover as a young man that you had this talent called dance, and what was your first style of dance that you became such a world-class performer in? Um, I would have to say it was, I started off with tap dancing. Um, I saw my sister dance at a studio um, in New Jersey, is where I'm from, and I would always go, and I wasn't really interested until the the studio owner came out and asked me to watch this this movie, and it was the movie Tap with Gregory Hines. Once Once I saw Gregory Hines dance, I knew I wanted to dance. I didn't know how serious I wanted to be, but I just thought the rhythms and the percussion and everything he was doing, the flash, the flare, it, it was just great to me. So I knew I wanted to dance then. When I got how a little bit older, I was, probably, I was probably 12 then. Mm. I was probably 12, 11 or 12. But I knew I wanted to move to L.A. when I was about 17 when I saw how much fun the Usher dancers were having in his video, My Way. I said, the artist is cool, but I want to do what they're doing. They look like they're having a blast. And that's when I decided that I was going to work my tail off and, and try to try to make something of this dance career. Okay, so you're an extraordinary athlete. You know, you're you're a, you're a basketball star. You really are an athlete. And how do you yes. psychologically make the shift from, you know, yeah, I'm a stud athlete. Yeah, I, I can bring it. You know, I'm a baller to I'm an amazing world-class dancer. How do you make that transition and say, okay, I'm going to leave the, the, the basketball floor. I'm going to leave the football field, and I'm going to pursue – and a, a different athleticism, and trust me, ladies and gentlemen, to be a dancer, you got to be one of the greatest athletes on the planet. Every dancer Absolutely. could play in the NFL. Every dancer could play in the NBA. Every dancer could be a professional athlete, and yet you choose to dance. So, how do you, how, how did you make that transition, and and basically have to let one go for the other? Well, I think the the number one thing is, obviously, everyone's always going to say hard work, but I think the competitive attitude that you have to have to be an athlete, to, to be the best, to work hard enough to be the best, or to be even be considered or be in the room with the best, you have to be competitive. Um, and I think dance is exactly that. You go to these auditions where you have three, 400 people competing for the spot that you really want, whether it be your motivation, be to pay your rent, whether it be to make your mom or dad proud, make your studio owner proud, whatever it might be. You have to be competitive. So I always say I just take out my Chinese stars and I just take people out one by one. You know, if you don't have that mindset, it's hard to be an athlete on a, on a high level, um, the same as being a dancer on a high level. So you just have to be ready to compete at all times. You know, as a professional speaker, people don't relate to my perfections if I even have any. They relate to my imperfections. They really don't give a rat's walk right. zoodle. If I've ever succeeded, they want to know, Clark, did you ever fail? Did you ever fall down? And then what did you do about it? Talk to us about right. an audition that you knew you, you, you killed and you didn't get a call back. So many. <laughs> uh, there's, there's been quite a few that you just know. You feel good that day. You wake up. You prep. You run a lap. You get in there. The choreography's right up your alley. The choreographer knows you. Um, everything is set up for you to succeed and for you to book this audition that you've been wanting to do, whether it be an award show or a tour. And sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. You don't have an insight on what they were actually looking for. You just know that you did your best. And a lot of times I would go in, I would do my best, I would leave, and I would give myself probably an hour to sulk about it. You know, we all deal with rejection our own way. But I think the turning point for me was when I realized, okay, uh, as, as you said in the uh, segment before, you can go to 10 auditions and might only book one, 
But the craziest thing is whatever they're looking for, you want someone like you to book it. Because once they book it, there will always be another day to fight, whether it be tomorrow or next week. And that person is going to be out doing that job that you didn't book. But when they call in for a bunch of guys into my agency block, when they say, hey, give us, give us one of these guys, if everybody's working because they booked the job, that means I'm the next guy on the list. So I want everybody to do well. I want everybody to work because then I might be the next guy on the list. So once you switch your mind frame to, oh, it's, they didn't want me. I was too slow. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't tall enough. My body didn't look good enough. There's a job out there for you. You just kind of have to be patient and keep fighting. But once I figured that out, then rejection wasn't uh, as tough. So it's not about, well, let's put the athlete conversation on. So when you, when you compete in a sports competition and you lose, you can walk, you'll walk off the floor with your head down knowing that you beat yourself. But if you compete at that highest level, if I'm hearing you right, if you compete at the highest level, if you show up prepared and you know you gave it your best and you still didn't get the audition, you still didn't win the game, you don't walk off with your head down. You walk off with your head high knowing that somebody that day was in a better position to get that audition or to book that dance. And so you don't take it personally. You take Absolutely. it professionally. I love that attitude. Okay, so what do you do to oh, keep going? Sorry. Sorry, and you never know who's watching. I mean, one of my first jobs was given to me by Kim Del Grosso, and I didn't know who was going to be there. And one of my second jobs, Fatima Robinson, was on the job, but I was just an extra. But every time the music was on, I was freestyling my butt off. I was going so hard. And every single time she looked over, she would glance at me, and I wasn't on the job. I was just an extra. Got paid maybe 100 bucks to be there for about 12 hours. But then the next time she saw me, which was at Kim's, uh, the job that Kim Del Grosso got me, she told me to fly in. She said, oh, I remember you. Uh, Fatima did. I was like, uh, we've never worked together. She's like, no, you had on a gray hat. I remember. I was like, oh, that was at the Leona Lewis video. She was like, well done. And I ended up booking that job. So even though I didn't, I wasn't on the original job, someone is always watching. And if you do your best, you know, you can uh, walk out of the audition or the, or the call with your head held high. You never know who might see you next time or who might consider you for the next one. So what you're talking about is complacency. You know, I remember going to Muhammad Ali's house back in 1988 before Parkinson set in. And I was his house guest for five hours in Burying Springs, Michigan. And I remember at the end of our time together, he said, Danny, do you have any questions? And I said, yeah, champ, you're a three-time world champion, which means you've been beat twice. Why? (laughs) And I'll never forget his answer. He said, because once the fight starts, you no longer hold the title. You've put it up for grabs. You can't afford to try and live off of your past laurels. You can't afford to live off your past anything. Once the fight starts, you no longer hold the title. You put it up for grabs, and you must fight as hard as you did the first time to win it, to win it back. So that's what you're saying, Bray, that no matter what your past has been, you have a spotless future. I want listeners to visualize this stud muffin hunk of burning love chiseled out of granite with a six pack and eight pack and 12 pack, whatever the heck you call your ripples on your chest. And every single time I'm around you, you're coming from the gym. You're going to the gym. You're coming from a class. You're teaching a class. You're going to a class. I want you to teach everybody who thinks they're at the top of their game how much hard work you still put in as a student of dance, not thinking that you've arrived, but you know you can get better every day in the gym, out of the gym, in the dance studio, out of the studio. Talk to us about your regimen, your mindset, why we all need to understand the significance of, of, of pushing ourselves. Absolutely. I think it comes down to challenges. You have to challenge yourself in a way where you 
you know in the back of your mind there's doubt. You know in the back of your mind you might fail. But then you also have to wake up and realize, I'm too good to fail, not at this. So getting up and running three miles one day and getting up and running 3.1 the next, that's a victory. You have to take the small victories with the, with the big ones as well. When you book that big audition, then it's kind of like, okay, cool. Maybe I've arrived, but once you get on the job, now you actually have to do the job. You have to make sure that everybody wants to hire you back. And then once it's over, they want to hire you back again. So it, ne- it never really stops physically. Um, as far as mentally goes, I choreograph and I teach a lot of kids. So I have to reinvent how the, I teach the six-year-olds, and that's different from how I teach the 11-year-olds. The 13-year-olds are a little bit cooler, so they need something maybe a little more current. Um, and then you have the older kids that just want to see your quality of movement. So I need to be um, in the lab making sure that the quality of movement is something that is current, something that's fun. Um, if it's old school, I need to be knowledgeable about that. So I think when it comes down to regimen and, and being gone all summer, teaching and choreographing as well as doing stage performances, um, always be in shape because you don't want to look tired on stage. And that's something that comes from your own self-reflection at the gym, going that extra mile, doing that extra two minutes, doing 100 more abs. Because you never know when they say, okay, cool, take your shirt off. We need to make sure that you're, you're, re- you're stage ready. You don't want to be caught out there not stage ready, ever. It happened to me one time. And after that, I vowed, I said, I will never not be ready again. So it might seem like, oh, the struggle is, is long and the process is very long, but it will all be worth it when you get that one job, when you look around and you realize you're top notch in the room, you're actually at the top of your game, and everybody else recognizes it. So it's a long process. Um, it takes a lot of work. I still work very hard. I know my family, when I go home, they're like, hey, you have any new workouts for us? Uh, anything you've been thinking about? Um, I try to grab inspiration from everything and everywhere, ask my friends about inspiration, um, magazines, just kind of always keep my mind going as well as, um, as keep my body in shape and ready to go at all times. It's a lot of work, though. You know, I, I have, I'm fortunate enough to have the time to do it. Um, I know, I mean, when you go to work at 9, you get home at 5, and you have to cook dinner, and you have to take care of your family, it's, it's much different. So, and I, I definitely understand that. So everybody's um, health and, and body goals aren't going to be the same as mine, but since I'm in the position I am in now, I feel like I don't have a choice other than to take advantage of my position of being able to get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock, go to the gym, come back, have a good meal, choreograph for a little bit, think about this, think about that, run my errands. It's, it's just a a constant um, flow of information and constant flow of physical activity for me. Yeah, I agree. And mental activity. You're one of the more mentally tough young men I've ever met. So I want to go to a commercial break, but we're talking with Trey Holloway, one of the world's most foremost dancers. And I want to come back after the break, Trey, and I want to ask you some point blank questions. You've, you've toured with Chris Brown and you've toured with Whitney Houston, two of my favorite entertainers. I want to come back and have you share a couple of stories, you know, maybe personal experiences so that people know what it's like to travel with a extraordinary superstar and how you keep your own wits about you. This is Dan Clark, voiceofamerica.com, the influencers channel. Let's go to commercial break and we'll be right back with Trey Holloway. Don't go anywhere. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, 
I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop Dan a line via email to Clark at xmission.com. Now back to The Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back with my guest, Trey Holloway, extraordinary dancer. You know, Trey, most of my guests don't realize it, and I always share it because it just puts a smile on your face. That guitar solo, the intro into the intakes and outtakes, that's me in 1983 on my very first album. Can you believe it? (laughs) It's just funny, so you're going to have to go back and re-listen. Yeah, when my finger still moved. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Trey Holloway has danced with Chris Brown, Gwen Stefani, Usher, Megan Trainor, Pharrell Williams, Nicki Minaj, Jennifer Lopez, Will I Am, Whitney Houston, Justin Bieber, Rob. Robin Thicke, Fergie, he's on tour right now, the promo tour with Fergie. This goes on and on. Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, Grammy Awards, Academy Awards, American Idol, blah, blah, blah. Trey, (laughs) talk to us. I'm a storyteller, and I love following you. I love when you come to our home, stay here in our guest bedroom, and allow us to just get close (laughs) to you. You know, you've been to my... You know, some of my most important events that my family has put on over the years. I love you like a son. You know that. Talk to us. Teach people about a couple of your most amazing experiences. So you've been on tour with Whitney Houston. You've been on tour with Chris Brown. You've danced for Usher. You've been dancing for Justin Bieber. Talk to us. Choose from your repertoire, my friend. A couple of experiences that you think stand out in your mind that are just thrilling, that that every young dancer would just dream about having, and you've had so many of them, I know it's going to be tough for you to pick two. Well, I would go with, I would definitely go with Chris Brown and his tour that we did in 2012. It was the same tour. Um, The Whitney Houston tour as well, that was in 2010. I'll start off with Chris. Um, It's, as a young man, when you see Chris Brown and how talented he is, I think it was between 
probably five, six years ago, it was definitely between Chris Brown and Usher, which one you wanted to be a part of. And when you come to L.A., it's like that is the ultimate goal. That was my ultimate goal, to be on stage, to be on tour with Chris Brown. And once I got that opportunity and to be around him and his family and the other dancers, it, it meant so much to me because it was something I worked for for so long. It was like that aha moment. And you're on stage, and I'm in Philadelphia. My family's there. My friends are there um, from college and high school. And everyone is just so excited for you because they know how much you've how long you've worked for and how much you really wanted it. And when you get to perform in front of your family and friends and get the point and, and laugh and they see you do things, it, it's just, it's incredible. Um, personally, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. He's so driven. He's so motivated. He works so hard in rehearsal. When you come to rehearsal, you can't slouch because he holds you to a high standard. He holds you accountable for everything that you're doing. Um, and it was just a great time in my life. I was 27 years old. It was, it was a wonderful time in my life. Uh, Whitney Houston, was early in my career, and she was the most gentle, most humble, and beautiful soul I think I've been around for a long period of time when it comes to celebrities, mainly because she cared. At the end of her career, after, after her highs that were very, very high and all her accolades and her lows that were very, very low, obviously, she still came out and said, I want to do a tour that's called Nothing But Love. And there were four guys on that tour um, that danced, and... And her band, and we were her, we were her posse. Every night we went out and we wrote as hard as we could for her, whether she was having a great show, whether she was having a mediocre show, whether she was having a bad show. To me, it didn't matter, personally, because she's a legend. She's done, and she's earned our respect. She's earned our love. She's earned all the accolades that she has, you know, and, and she just earned, she earned our, our love, basically. And I remember it was one night in Australia, the guys were going to go out, and we walked past, uh, we walked past, it was like this outdoor patio situation, and she said, hey, where are you guys going? We said, oh, we're going to go out, you know, go out in the town. She's like, no, I want to I wanna talk to you guys. And we look around and we said, okay, boss, boss lady wants to talk. So we sit down and talk. Then we sat there for two hours and she told us about her whole life. My mouth was open. I had to close my mouth multiple times because the story she was sharing with us, I'm like, no one can, no one can really know the, the, the ins and outs of this story. Like she's given us descriptive details. And at the end, she just seemed so grateful to have had the good experiences and the bad experiences. And I think I can, you can always, as, as humans and as, as people, we can always appreciate somebody that knows their truth and knows that, okay, this was really, really good and I had a great time and I inspired people and this was really bad and I, I didn't inspire a lot of people and this was a lot of trouble for me. I think as imperfect humans, we, like you said, like you want to see people when they're at their best, but then sometimes when they're at their worst, we're not always the nicest. And I feel like because she was so unapologetic about how her life has gone, I have the utmost respect for her. So that was a, a really good moment that I'll never forget. And I've learned so many things about her. For her daughter, Bobby Christine, and rest her soul, when she uh, had her 17th birthday, we were in Australia, and she rented out a yacht for Bobby Christina. And that was one of the best days. We played Michael Jackson the whole time. Um, we were out on Sydney Harbor. And then I have this picture. I'm sure it's worth close to a million dollars now. I took it with my camera. I got a brand new camera. And the wind is, is blowing her hair in front of her face. And she's smiling and she's looking back as if she was at a photo shoot. I didn't ask her. I just saw her and I just took it. And she didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. And then we just went about the day. It's the most beautiful picture. and just captures the whole, that whole six months I was on tour with her. It was phenomenal. Those are my two stories. <laughs> wow, Trey. We're talking with Trey Holloway, world-class dancer. I have one more question with yes, Ashley. <clears throat> excuse me. 
Ashley Del Grosso is on the line. She's going to be our final guest today. Her mother was the first guest, the fam- famous Kim Del Grosso. And Ashley is just one of the class human beings on our planet. I love this woman. I admire her. I've watched her from a distance from afar so many times. And she's going to extend this conversation that we're having with Trey when we come back after the break. But Trey, before you go, because we've been exposed now to um, Greece live TV with um, Derek Huff's rendition of uh, um, Hairspray live TV, that's an incredible pressure placed on the live dancers, the the actors, and you were an assistant choreographer, dancer, and an actor on NBC's live presentation of The Whiz. Yes. Before we go to the break, I want you to teach us, is that, I mean, how do you prepare for something like that? How is that different when it's live TV versus um, taped TV? versus live stage performing when you're you're right there letting it all hang out. I mean, teach us about this experience. Tie it all together about what principles, what what feelings, mindset, what, what you have to do to prepare to pull something off like The Wiz Live and, uh, yeah. and what your experience was like, please. Um, you have to be consistent and you have to enjoy the moment. I think that goes from when you do your first TV show, your first live TV show, you know the pressure's on. You know there's no retakes. They usually do it live in, in L.A. and then it, it retapes. Uh, or sorry, they do it live in New York and they retape it in L.A. But, um, or re-aired in L.A., excuse me. But you have to be ready, you know. And if you're consistent and you're always on your mark and you're consistent and you're always doing the same exact move, the camera needs to know where you're going to be. And that's whether it be a live performance or whether it's The Wiz. The Wiz was a little bit different because there were so many moving parts. So I had the choreography aspect where I have to I help the actors, uh, whether it be Elijah Kelly or um, Shanice or Queen Latifah, whoever it was, Dave Allen, uh, Dave Allen Greer, whoever it was, I had to be in that role to help them make their mark as well. And then when it came to myself being a character, knowing my lines, being able to pick it up, um, acting when I, when I don't have lines. It was a lot to think about, making sure all the dance moves and everything looks good, look at the camera, make sure the music is right. It was a lot of pressure, but I feel like all my TV shows that have been live and anything that has been one shot, that prepares you for this moment. So most of the actors, most of the dancers, most of the choreographers that do these types of uh, live shows, they've been under the pressure cooker. They've been in that pressure situation. So when it comes down to it, if somebody messes up a line, you got to pick it up. Somebody messes up a step, you got to pick it up because we want to make it look as seamless as possible. And when I watch it back, I'm like, I know exactly what I was thinking in that moment when I delivered the line. And it's just so cool to see we did that over and over and over and over and over again in rehearsal. And it was just like we did it in the show. So once you do it enough, it becomes, it becomes commonplace. And like, oh, I know I'm going to make my mark because I have. And then you had costumes on top of that. I mean, we're in full wardrobe. I changed literally in 13 seconds to get from the tornado scene to the munchkin scene. And you got to let the professionals do their job. They got my shoes on. They got my wig straight. They got this. They got that. I'm on. Boom. Say my line. And then the rest is history. So you have to be consistent and you have to be ready for the moment. And the only way to do that is, is with experience. You know, always being, it starts in class. A lot of times, to throw my teacher hat on, it starts in class. And someone, the choreographer says, hey, do you have it? You should never look behind you, right, left, whatever it is. If I'm on the other side of the room, I, I will run in front of the choreographer and be like, yes, sir, I do have it. Yes, ma'am, I do have it. 
and they weren't even talking to me. That's the confidence that you need to have because the pressure, what happens if you mess up on a step? Life goes on. <laughs> it's fine. I yeah. tell the kids all the time, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for the effort. And I need to fire in your eyes that on that one step, you knew exactly what you were doing and you felt good. Put all I those love moments it. together. Put, put all those moments together and you'll have a great show. You'll have a great performance. You'll have a great combo for the class. But it takes time and you have to work at getting, being able to uh, withstand that pressure at all times. And that's where I think the best dancers and choreographers in the world, we've figured that, our, our formula out for that. All right. So two final questions. Number one, what is your greatest memory dancing in any venue at any time in your career? What is What stands out as the most exhilarating experience that you've had so far? Gwen Stefani, last summer, I was in Camden, New Jersey. I wasn't in Philadelphia. I was in New Jersey, literally 15, 20 minutes away from where I grew up. I had all my hometown friends and family in the audience. They were four rows back. I saw everybody's face. I saw the tears well up. And just being on stage with a major artist like Gwen in my hometown at this point in my career, if I was 21, 22, and it would have been, it would have been great, but I, I would have still had a lot to look forward to. At this point in my career, to still be trusted by Fatima Robinson and all these choreographers to go out there and bring it every night, and then to do it in front of my parents who worked so hard to get me where I am now, and my friends and family who support me, and that, I can't put it into words. I mean, after we we went out and we celebrated, and I just made a toast and said, honestly, you guys see me as this guy that, that goes out and does all these big things with these celebrities and things like that, but being home is my favorite thing. I love being home. Obviously, you can't make a living just being home and not dancing if that's what you do. So I have to go out and make my living. But anytime I can go home, I'm, I'm there and have my family there watching. My dad's stamp of approval. My sister saying I could have been a little bit lower, like the critiques. I love it. I love it because those are people <laughs> that are all going to be honest. She's like, ah, they got you on that plea. It should have been a little bit deep. I'm like, yeah, I was tired at that time. I know. Yeah, you caught me. You caught me. You know, that's so good. I mean, just, just the honesty and the love like that was that stood out to me, especially at this point in my career. That's great. Okay, last question, my friend. Um, yeah. With the exception of Michael Jackson, you know, and I both know that we're both huge fans, and I was fortunate to see him twice Absolutely. in concert live. Besides him, which dancer, if is there is if there is one, what, who would you? Now, two questions, man. I'm sorry. Number one, who <laughs> do you think right now is the best all around dancer uh, in the world? From your perspective, Ooh. you know, Gregory Hines was your first inspiration as a tap dancer, but Absolutely. who right now do you think uh, one of your compadres, here's your chance for you to suck up to Johnny or whomever you're going to like bring up <laughs> on the air Johnny is, Johnny because is you're going to, because they're going to listen to this interview. So suck up who, to whoever you need to, maybe you, you've mentioned Fatima's <laughs> name three times. So I know she's, you know, she's oh. going to book, she's going to direct book you in the next week. You know, this is, <laughs> this is good. You're smooth, dude. But I want to know who. Who you think is the best dancer right now? And I'm going to ask Ashley uh, when she comes on after you. Same questions. And who have you not danced for that you would love to dance for? Okay. Um, jo- Johnny, tune in, baby. Tune in, Johnny. Listen no, up. I'm, I'm going to keep it in the family. I'm going to honestly keep it in the family, and I'll tell you why. It's hard to put a put a a pin on who's the best. Everyone has a different style. It's so it's so subjective, obviously. But one of my favorite people to watch, and this is not just because you have me on your show, is your daughter. 
But in my defense, I knew she was a star when she was 15. When Kim oh, had wow. me come in and do a piece at, at the studio at center stage all those years back, when I saw Alex dance, I knew she was a star. Until this day, when I see her in a video or in class, at an audition, when I see her go for it, she's one of my favorite and most inspirational people because it just comes naturally. She just has it. And the best part is, dancing is not even the best thing she's... That's, that's not what she does best. She's a brilliant writer. I, mm-hmm. I, I know you're helping her with her book deal and all that stuff. Like, she is brilliant. And when I listen to her speak and, and just have her in my presence, I honestly think she's one of the most inspirational people I've met. And I, I knew that after... Tears. So, that's, so that's my... You know, and that's a claim to you, to Kelly. Um, but I, I honestly have to say, Alex, I think about it all the time. And, and when we hang out, it's just magic because I know how much of a star she is. And I always tell people, if you know you're a star, whether it be from six years old to 25 to 50, whatever, however old you are, if you know you're a star and no one else knows, it's okay. They will catch up. Eventually, you will get your due. You will get your shine. And then when everybody says, oh, did you hear about this new guy, so-and-so, so-and-so? Nah, he's always been a star. He just took you a little bit while to catch up. And that's okay. But you have so to know kind. that you're a star. And Alex has been a star for so long, so I would have to say she's my favorite. Well, I love as far you, as man. She loves I, you. <laughs> uh, the person that I have not danced for, one, Justin Timberlake. I think Justin has navigated a wonderful career doing it on his terms when he wanted to come out, and he has produced quality shows for such a long time. Not saturating the market uh, with mediocrity. I think every time he puts his, his mind into something and he puts his, um, puts his energy into something, it's been phenomenal from all his tours to his music videos to things like that. Um, he and Bruno Mars. I mean, Bruno has his band and they're pretty fresh. They can, they can shake a leg too. So I don't know where I would fit in that, in that mold, but I think though, as far as entertainment-wise and, and the energy that they bring on stage, that's something that I, I definitely would, um, would enjoy that I have not well, enjoyed yet. Well, most people, we, 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 I'm going to have you on again, my friend, you know that, but most people don't it, realize you can also sing, so maybe Bruno needs a second audition, man. Come on, baby. <laughs> Come they on, would have baby. To turn my, if, his, if his mic is on 10, they would have to turn my mic down to about two. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, welcome to my life. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to my interview with the famous and amazing Trey Holloway, not just a world-class appreciate dancer, but that. a world-class human being. I know your parents, your family are so proud of you. So, uh, so am I and my family. We we much. honor you, my friend. I love you like a like a son. You know that, and you're just one of the fam. Anytime you're around, so we'll talk off the air and plan our next rendezvous at a great game to celebrate. And I think you're in love, but we won't break any hearts by going into the details. But stay tuned, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'll have Trey Holloway next back. Time, next time. We're going next to time. yeah. Okay, baby. Thanks. We're going to a commercial break. We're coming back with the famous Ashley. I know you're listening. I know you're already uh, on, on the line. And I have a brain cramp. I cannot remember what your married name is. So I'm just going to call you Ashley. But that's enough. Brittany has one name. Madonna has one name. Cher has one name. Ashley doesn't need a back name. She doesn't need a second name. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to have an interview with one of the more intriguing, one of the more fun-filled, one of the more talented, passionate human beings you will ever meet to continue on with this theme of Dancing with the Stars. And Ashley is a definite, huge name superstar. Commercial break. We'll be right back. Hear the stories. Be motivated. 
Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. If you're an event meeting planner like me, you have two ongoing challenges. You can't afford to have a speaker who bombs. And when you do have an amazing speaker, who in the world do you bring into next year's meeting that will top them? Well, you never have to worry again. Book Dan Clark. Dan Clark is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet. He's been named one of the top 10 speakers in the world. He's known for customizing his speech around your meeting theme. So your people leave with benefits that last a lifetime. Here's the number, 1-800-676-1121, or just visit danclark.com. I'm busy, and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Art of Significance, featuring your host, Dan Clark. If you want to join in on this week's discussion, give us a call at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop down a line via email to danclark at xmission.com. Now back to the Art of Significance. Here again is Dan Clark. Welcome back. We had our, our first guest, Kim Williamson Del Grosso, who uh, owns and operates, orchestrates the lives of these young dancers who come through her center stage performing arts studio here in Utah. And obviously, Kim Del Grosso has produced some of the most famous and most technically sound professional dancers on the planet that you always see on Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance, America's Got Talent, and movies including High School Musical, and the list goes on and on and on. One of the things that I did not mention when I had Kim on at the beginning of the show is that her own daughters continue to carry on this legacy and perform, choreograph, teach, and direct in all areas of dance. Kim's daughter, Ashley, is our next and final guest on the show today. And as we were coming to commercial break, I had a brain cramp. I couldn't remember what her married name is. And I just laughed because, of course, she doesn't need a last name. She is the one word famous woman, just like Brittany, just like Madonna, just like Cher. (laughs) 
So let me just quickly share some of her uh, her accolades. In her teenage years, Ashley's ballroom career took off winning multiple youth U.S. 10 dance uh, championships and the U.S. Amateur 10 Dance Championship. Ashley performed with Odyssey Dance Theater for five years. It's a professional dance company. Before she made her television debut on the hit ABC TV show, Dancing with the Stars. If you remember the conversation I had with her mother earlier on the show today, Ashley was on the first debut show young single vulnerable beautiful beyond description she moves to LA and suddenly her mental toughness her passion her creativity her imagination have to pull her through and she lands the audition of a lifetime and is one of the reasons why Dancing with the Stars started off at the highest level it didn't have to grow in in, 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 in viewership. She was one of the stars that brought it from day one. Ashley has danced with dance, actually danced with Dancing with the Stars for four seasons, partnering with singer Joey McIntyre, Master P, Harry Hamlin, and finally on season number 10 with the American rocket hero, Buzz Aldrin, whom I've had a chance to interview and hang around with several times sat next to him at the army navy football game if you can believe it ashley ashley has been featured on the sweet life with zach and cody jonas brothers america's funniest videos late night with jimmy kimmel regis and kelly gma and many more but ashley says her greatest achievement is being a wife and her four amazing children visualize this gorgeous sexy sassy something else dancer who's the mother of four and actually is married to an extraordinary dancer and fine gentleman human being herself. Ashley, welcome to my show. I wish I could keep talking about how extraordinary you are, but I think the listeners want to know some of your secrets to success. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. So talk to me about growing up with a mother who owned a dance studio. Was there pressure for you to follow in her footsteps, or did you choose dance on your own free will and choice? Um, I chose dance because since I was little, um, my mom would say, even when I was in her room, she was like, I'd listen to music and you'd already be like kicking like crazy right on beat. And so I was born dancing and it was a passion and love of mine right from the get go. Um, I just was fortunate enough to have a mother that nurtured that talent and helped me, um, achieve the greatest goal ever, which was becoming a professional dancer and um, sharing my talent with the world. Wow. And when did you start actually competing? When did you have the confidence to know that you could go out on a stage and do your best? Um, well, we actually didn't start competing even at center stage. We were the very first generation that um, started competing when I was 12. And so prior to that, we would perform all the time all over so anytime I can get on the stage and perform, I would love it. <laughs> that is like my element. That is where I lived. So um, right from the beginning when I had a stage, I loved it, loved it, loved it. So what style of dance? Most folks, they, they watch Dancing with the Stars, and everybody is such an extraordinary ballroom dancer. But in center stage, you study all styles of dance. 
which means mm-hmm. that you have to face sometimes a, a sense of failure. You know you're great in this style, but you might struggle mm-hmm. in another style. What's your favorite style and which is your le- least favorite style that was the hardest for you to perfect? Well, my favorite style is Latin dancing. Um, and also, at the time, it was lyrical um, dancing. Contemporary really didn't come out until... Um, I already was a professional, and it came out more um, in the past 10 years. It's gotten stronger. But uh, my least favorite, even though, ironically, it was the first company I ever was on was a hip-hop company. I'm not the best at hip-hop, but I strive when I need to dance hip-hop. But that's, like, the one that I'm not, like, the best at. And maybe tap, even though that was the very first dance form I taught when I was 16, um, was tap. But the others, I was able to, I think, exceed pretty well in the rest. So teach the listeners, what is contemporary? What is Latin? What is lyrical? So contemporary dancing is just a form of expression for either contemporary ballet where there's a classical ballet and contemporary ballet where you can put a little bit more of the jazz uh, modern feel to it, um, which is a little bit more pedestrian-like dancing in some ways. Um, the Latin ballroom dancing is the cha-cha, samba, rumba, pasadoble. Um, ironically, jive is actually part of that group. Um, salsa, mambo, like all the fun Latin styles. Um, and lyrical dancing is... More like ballet, but more freestyle and less so classical, um, but more movement where you can feel the movement a little bit more and not have to be um, uh, more strict with your movement with lyrical. So, yeah, that's kind of the difference between all of them. But the technicality of the dance, the posture, the ha- the way you hold your mm-hmm. hands and your fingers and the delicateness and all of those elements of being a beautiful dancer, they play out in every style no matter what it is, right? Yeah. Movement is movement. And that's how I actually teach when I um, teach the generation of ballroom to the jazz students now. That is what I do, which I love the most. But I teach them that dance is dance. No matter what you see, it's a movement that we all do. We just put a name to the different styles that we can do, but in all, it is just movement. So okay, so, so give, awesome. us the, give us the inside scoop on Dancing with the Stars. So when you're a professional, are mm-hmm. you not responsible for choreographing the dance that you will perform when you come back on the air the next week? So when we started Dancing with the Stars, that is what we had to do. That was one of the things of being a professional on the show is you had to choreograph your own pieces and have them ready for the next week. If I had questions um, for some of my standard pieces, like the waltz, tango, Vini's waltz, for like the gentleman's footwork, because most of the time when I danced it, when I was um, younger, I knew a lot of my footwork, the ladies' footwork, but I didn't know a lot of the men's. I would go to my standard coach, and he and I would choreograph it together, and then I would go back to my student, and I would have to teach him the dance um, that we both, like, that we did. It was mainly all my ideas, but now they do have some choreographers that come into the show that will help the next generation of professionals that are on there, um, that will help them with their pieces and will actually be there, which I, we were not given that opportunity. <laughs> if that happened for us, they'd be like, nope, you can't do that. So it's kind of interesting wow. how it kind of changed it. 
the past wow. couple of years. Okay, so yeah. let's just play this game. Let's just remove the names to protect the innocent. But yes. you come in as a professional and then tell us the pre- teach us the process of how you find out who your next partner will be and then what happens in the first encounter when you find out that he can't twirl to the left or that he can't even touch his toes or that yeah. he's not strong enough to lift you so you take out a life insurance policy. Your husband's like taking out disability insurance. I mean, t- teach us about that process. How do you bite your lip when you look at him and you think, you know what, my grandmother can dance better than this guy and she's she's 170 and yeah. you know, not taking anything away from the wonderful Florence Henderson and some of the grandmothers who've been on the show who are fabulous. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? How did how do you bite your lip and go, okay, I have to be a complete professional. I hope this mm-hmm. guy uh, I wish him all the luck in the world because I'm putting my hand my life in his hands. How do you deal with that? What teach us the process of their first encounter and right. how how do you test this guy out to see what he can do? Well, the first thing we do, I mean, the producers will let us know um, a day before who our celebrity will be. We have no choice. We have no pick. They they choose everything for us, and so we will find out then. Um, and a couple, even like a couple of my celebrities, I, I did have to Google and, and find out who they were um, prior to to meeting them, and then. They actually, the celebrities do not know who the pro is. So we actually find out who our celebrity is, but they don't know until that first encounter that you see on TV where you open the door and that's when they find out. Um, that is true. That's when the, the celebrity will find out who their partner is. Um, when the first encounter when we're seeing them, the first thing I try to do is find the strengths that they have. When I know that they may not be able to lift me, I will redirect my energy to finding something that he will do best and that he will excel in and I will strive to make that work Um, or even change my verbal language when I'm talking to them in in a way that he can understand in the world that he had Um, and try to make him understand dance as quick as possible because we're given the time limit before we go live in front of 20 million people (laughs) so you just kind of dive in and you do your best and you pray that you both can work well as a team. And, um, and you do do trial and error. We will try certain moves or certain things. And if it doesn't work, I don't spend much time on it. I will move on to something that I know that will. And, um, and you just try to stay positive and you just keep going until you can't. <laughs> so you're assigned a specific dance style for the next coming week, just like we see on television. They say, okay, yeah. so you, mm-hmm. and they, and they pick the music and say, okay, you got to do, you know, the, the quick step to this particular, you know, uh, you know mm-hmm. oh, oh my gosh. And so your responsibility now is to take the music and yep. interpret the music through movements of dance and then teach it to someone who's not a dancer and then come yeah. on live television and make sure that it comes off in an extraordinary way. That is readable, that the audience can understand what they're doing. Yes, that is true. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Part, I, I hope you got... that we I, have... Yeah. I'm sorry? They, they all can move. For the most part, most of the people can. Um, they do have the ability to understand, even if they don't... Um, I, the whole time I'm dancing with them on TV, I'm actually talking to them. So while we're dancing, I have key words when I would say a certain thing and they would know, oh, yeah, I do this. Or 
you know, open out, oh, I do this, or patty cake, or I do this. So there's certain keywords that we give them that they would then understand um, that hopefully that movement will come off to the viewers. Really? And every once in a while, you you're, you have to bite your lip because you almost want to say, you suck. Instead of a good keyword, you're <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, what has happened here? <laughs> I just, yeah. When you have just, Nate, I, I couldn't do that. If I was working in, in that type of thing, I just would try to make it positive or I would, uh, you know. Not like not like my job at all. <laughs> no, I know. No, your your reputation has just always been so positive and so encouraging, so amazing. Okay, so who Thank has you. been? Can you name one or two inspirations in your dance career that you've always idolized that have really inspired you? Obviously, besides your mm-hmm. sweet mother. Yes, um, one that truly inspired me as a teenager. Her name was Bonnie Story. I know Bonnie. Um, She's a great family friend, too. Good for her. Good for you. She just helped me during a time that, you know, teenage years suck. And I did not like mine so much. And dance was such a therapy thing for me. And she was a teacher that really saw my talent and and believed in what I can do. And, you know, told me that the sky's the limit and really helped me reach my potential. And um, was always very encouraging with my talent. Um, another amazing teacher of mine who then became a partner of mine was Rick Robinson. Um, ah, I love he Rick. Is, he is one of the true reasons why a lot of the great, amazing dancers that you see on Dancing with the Stars, their early careers came from training with him. Is he still and, alive? Is he, or has he moved on? Or? Um, is, is Rick still? Is that what you I've, said? Uh, yeah, is Rick Stiller? I haven't seen him for a long time. Was he, he was at yeah, the Vibe, or what is. was the name of his studio? Yep, the Vibe. He moved over to the Vibe, but it's no longer the Vibe. He works, I believe, at a private school, teaching the ballroom program there, and then he um, privately teaches. Wow, wow. So who would you, you know, the Fred Astaire's of, of days gone by, is there someone that you have always wanted, that you've always dreamed about dancing with? I don't know enough about professional dance world because you're at the peak, you're at the pinnacle of the, of the professional dance world yourself. So people are dreaming about being your partner. I know that, not facetiously. You're so extraordinary, Ashley. Is there somebody, though, that you would love to, 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 to dance with? Can you imagine, you know, I... I uh, I don't even yeah. know how to ask you that question because your husband's a professional dancer and you're such an amazing couple and it's 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 oh my gosh it's <laughs> it's it's you know how that goes but who yeah how, how do I put you on the spot who would be someone that you would want to you know dance dance with the, the night away well one yeah. person that I I barely even though we grew up together um, but I rarely get the chance to was Derek Huff. Um I, even though he was my, actually my sister's dance partner and we, we danced on Dancing with the Stars together, but we never actually danced together, if that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. So I danced side by side, but actually dancing with him, that's one that I was like, okay, yes. So if Any I can day. pull, if I can pull that off for you, what's in it for me? Come on, girl. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, it would just be fun overall. You, you would be part of the whole thing. Well, he would he would enjoy it as well. I I know he would. And, and Bonnie's story, you know, when she teamed up with Kenny Ortega for the High School Musical movies and doing so many of the choreogra- choreographing so many of the shows in Vegas, 
Uh, I'm going to have her on the show as well. I'm so glad you brought her up, and I'll make sure she knows that you're uh, you're talking very nicely about her and that she's one of your your heroes. Okay, so as we yeah. start winding down our time together, my friend, I want to put you on the spot. Uh-huh. You are you are beautiful inside and out. You are a working dancer. You are in high demand. You are an extraordinary. You are at the top of your game, and yet you seem to be able to balance family and uh, work and civic responsibilities and your religious tradition. And when someone looks at you, they just say you've got it all because you have it all. What advice would you give to listeners on what steps we can take to, to have everything just like you have? It's a charmed life that that came about through hard work and through dreams and through vision and passion, but you have it all. What what advice would you give a young woman to uh, to pursue you your 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 path? Um, I would say don't ever give up. One amazing thing that I have is the best partner in the world is my husband, and he has supported me from the beginning. And right now, he is um, supporting me even more because I'm. I'm going to be traveling a lot more than I, I have, and he is telling me to go for it and just sky's the limit. And so he's been such a helpful, um, he's just been amazing. And it really, there's been a time like this last past year was really hard for me because I I wanted to pursue more, but then I wanted to be home with my babies because my baby is two years old, and he really, really needed me. Um, But I somehow was able to balance my life with my family helping me. Uh, My amazing mother, she is the second mother to my kids. She's the best grandmother in the world, and she knew um, she's just amazing. And she, anytime I need the help, she would help me. Um, And they never told me that now that you have kids that you have to stop your career. Um, I have been able to continue to work, which has been such a blessing um, for our family, and um, and just uh, overall, it's been it's been amazing experience for me. And uh, I would say, if you want it and you want it, you know, enough that you you have the chance to do it. Just surround yourself with the people that will inspire you, that will help you achieve the goals that you want to do, and go for it. You have nothing to lose. The worst thing that can happen is the answer no, that it can't. And then you can try to, you know, pivot your life to a different direction and, and find where it can go. But um, I, if I didn't take the chances of being like, I, I know I can do this. I can influence a lot of, of kids, let alone be a mother to my four amazing children. Um, and if I didn't feel like I could and I was getting overwhelmed, my, definitely my family came first that I would attend what I needed with that, and then I would then address my career after. But for the most part right now, it's, it's been amazing. I'm actually doing what I love, completely love, and the support that I have is that's the only way I'm able to do it. Yes, and for parents who are watching and listen, I mean, listening and wishing they were watching because you're so beautiful, uh, the best way to teach our children is through example. When they see you following your dream, when they feel your passion, when they see the support from your family and your community and your friends, that's the greatest teacher that they too can follow in their mother's footsteps. Congratulations. We love you. We honor you. One of the things that um, yeah. I think we could 
use as a summary, summarization, a summary of our talk together is Marianne Williamson's famous line, living small doesn't serve anyone. And when you are like Ashley, who has, who has realized that you've been tapped out for a reason, you've been given extraordinary talents for a reason, that your stage is the world, not just your neighborhood. It's amazing how when you surround yourself with support and love, you can take your message to the world because we all know, Ashley, with someone, someone with your talent and with your character uh, has a larger mission than just American Fork. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. So let me just uh, say thank you to Ashley. And for the record, what is your married name? <laughs> it's Costa. C-O-S-T-A? C-O-S-T-A, Costa. Is there, is there a way that someone can follow you and join your tribe? Uh, not as a stalker, yes. obviously. You've already had that experience. But some safe way for them to just keep in touch and just uh, partake of your goodness. Of course. Um, I have an Instagram account, which is just my name, Ashley Costa. Um, and I also have a website, just AshleyCosta.com, which, um, yeah, so either way. And I, it's an open account. I don't. I love to help those that are, um, and even Facebook. I have a fan page on Facebook also. That right. would, um, yeah. So. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there you have Kim Del Grosso, mother of Ashley Costa. And uh, there the book ends for our second guest, who is Trey Holloway. This show has obviously been a themed show around the significance of dance in our lives and how watching dance allows us to take our life to the next level, realizing that life is a dance. This is Dan Clark on the uh, VoiceAmerica.com Network Influencers Channel. Join us next week for some extraordinary guests. And as we uh, as we check out right now, please, please, please find someone you love. Tell them why you love them. Remember our military troops in your prayers. And remember, when given the chance to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance. God bless and everybody have a great week. Thanks for being part of the show. Be sure to join Dan Clark next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time for another edition of The Art of Significance on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Remember, you too can achieve the level beyond success. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. 